You can turn them off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm also going to get a big Bavarian beer. Okay. Sure. That was tremendous. Damn. Damn. All right. That's that's better. That looks a little more like podcasting, you know? Yeah, I do know. You look uh, like in your inner darkened lair. Yeah, I I look like I've got brooding thoughts or something, you know? Yeah. You you look really cozy. Yeah, I wear North Face. I wear North Face fleeces now, like brightly colored ones. Well, it's black with an orange trim. It's purple. Is it purple? Well, it's hard to see in the dark. That's fair. It's like Barney Barney purple. Oh, really? Yeah, purple and orange. Is that a Is that Minnesota Vikings? No, they're purple and yellow. Oh, that's purple better. and orange is uh, Phoenix Suns. That's pretty cool. They've got good jerseys, right? Some of their jerseys are good. I care. I don't really care either. I thought you cared about the NBA. I do. I don't care about the Phoenix Suns though. Oh, I see. They're not very. They're not very good. See, I'm only into. I think we've talked. They haven't been. (laughs) Oh, haven't they? They they haven't been they haven't been good in a while, really. Well, well, fuck me, I guess. Uh, I mean, we haven't. Some of their have we talked about this? How I don't like. Sports except for like Formula One. He froze. So did you? you did you hear what I said though? Yes. You're, okay. You don't like sports except for what? Formula One. But the thing is, I like all of the teams on Formula One. He froze. I like of. like the. I, I, it, all right, I'm gonna plug in my Ethernet, and then I'm gonna put a fucking one, gun in my mouth. Right. And what what do you what do I have to fucking do? You know, what do I have to do? Um, for what? To what? So it's just it's a kind of rhetorical sort of like a figure of speech. I mean, did you get a haircut? All, you look nice. I shaved. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed that, but you didn't get a haircut. You're just growing it back. Um, yeah, I'm not really growing it back. It's just I haven't gotten a haircut in a while. I haven't either, so actually. I just So it is growing back. I, I blew off my haircut appointment. Uh, you know, when I say blow off, I mean I I gave them 24 hours <laughs> of notice. I did not, like, literally didn't blow them off. Uh, I respectfully called them in the amount of time to cancel. 
for both their sake and mine. Um, and uh, pushed it out another month, so it's gonna get real shaggy. Whoa! It's gonna get real shaggy around here. Can you see? Probably not. Yeah, it's pretty long. Probably not. That's kind of crazy that it's already that long. From from when you shaved your head. Um, but I guess that was like yeah, a long time ago. I've had ago. a couple haircuts since then. I gotta put it put it all on Front Street with you. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I I figured that you had. You know, you can't just shave your head and then let it completely grow out. It looked like shit. No, it really looks bad. Yeah, it looks awful. I kind of didn't realize that when I when I did it. Um, but it's pretty it's pretty long. But I guess that also was like six months ago now. Yeah, we've been we've been doing this fucking pandemic thing for a while, huh? Yeah. When was that? That was like. That would have been May, or like I shaved my head in May. I think it was. And you did it. You did it like that. shortly before me. Yeah. Wow, you're right. Wow, I thought I got longer. I thought I thought I got further into it before having. I guess you can call that like a meltdown or something. I didn't have a meltdown. I was just sick of having long hair. So I think from the outside it looks like a meltdown and then like when you're there like in it you're like i'm fine i'm just doing this for a change or whatever but <laughs> it is but it is like i think i think it is actually a meltdown i for me it was because then i actually i actually did have a meltdown i um i didn't have a meltdown i just i my hair was getting too long and I really dislike when my hair is long. I just don't like how it feels physically on my head. Yeah. And, um, I'd always kind of wanted to shave my head and I never had done it before in my life. And I was like, well, well this is the congrats. time to do it. Congrats for being, if, you know, cause if, if it looks like shit, I'm the only one that has to deal with it. And it did look a little shitty at first, but then it grew out and I kind of liked it. Congrats for not having a meltdown. Is that what you want me to say? No. My meltdown was last week, not just Oh, not oh you six did have ago. one. I was pretty stressed out. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. It's just, there's just, there's a, there's a lot of moving parts in my life right now. Yeah. And, uh, figure uh yeah just figuring them all out a little bit of a meltdown very stressful week and by meltdown i mean i mostly just like laid in my bed yeah i mean that's how it works like my meltdown was like a depressive episode not like a manic episode i suppose you can have both Uh, sure but mine was not a manic episode yeah, I guess when I think meltdown, I usually think a little more manic, but... It can be. It can be an active thing. Um, like acting out. Yeah, I could like when people like go to the store and like don't wear a mask and like scream at everybody. That's kind of cool. That's not what I did. I just like <laughs> didn't do dishes for like nine days. Okay, if that's what, if that's what we're qualifying as a meltdown, then... Yeah, I've had I've had my share of meltdowns. I really I, I like you know I try to keep a pretty tidy place, 
I think that yeah. that kind of comes with the, I'm not like a smoke every day stoner, but like, you know, I, I've smoked weed regularly for, since I started with very little, <laughs> with like, you know, with very little like breaks, you know what I mean? Like long term yeah. breaks. Um, and I just think it kind of comes with the territory. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe there are stoners that have like crazy fucked up, like disorganized houses, but I'm definitely one of the, uh, I'm like an organized stoner. Try to stay organized. What do you mean? Like you, you feel like you need to stay organized in order to smoke regularly or you smoke regularly and thus it makes you organized? Um, I think it's maybe like a confounding variable. There's something about my personality that like wants to smoke, but also wants to stay organized. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I just, do, I do like organize when I'm high. Like I do get high and like do my <laughs> dishes. So <laughs> I like, or like I get high and like fold clothes or it's nice to like, I like to smoke when there's like a mission. I think that's like, kinda how I, yeah, that's how I like to do most drugs that, well, I don't do that many drugs, but that's how I like when I do drugs, that's what I prefer as opposed to sort of aimlessness. If I'm like not doing shit and I don't know what's going on, I prefer to have a beer, which I suppose is a drug. Alcohol is a drug, but it is. That's fair. That makes sense. Or like LSD, you know, I don't know that I would do it when I didn't. Yeah, If you have like nothing going on that day, that's like one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like like complete freedom. I feel like that's when I would do it. Yeah, and I have done that. You know, like you do it like overnight on a weekend kind of thing. Yeah, but then the other thing that's kind of cool is when there's like a thing to do, like a hike. Um, we the so I did I did LSD last weekend, last weekend, the previous the one before this one, and mm-hmm. we were like. More or less, the thing that we were going to do that night was be around a campfire and, like, not stray too far because it's going to get dark, it's going to get cold, and there are bears. And, frankly, the constraints weren't as enjoyable when I started peeking. Um, But at the beginning, it was kind of nice. Actually, let me take that back. The constraints, if you have, like, a good, like, if you have, like, a good sort of, like, anti-anxiety sort of method... Like a thing mm-hmm. that says, I'm having anxiety, but it's fine. It's irrational. And I'm like, okay. If you could do that, then you can kind of get past those constraints. For example, I started kind of like freaking out. Like, oh, wow. I'm like, probably, sh-, you know, like it's cold and dark. Like when I walk 15 feet away from the fire or something, you know what I mean? But then you say to yourself, oh, but I have like literally nowhere to go. Like, I don't have to be anywhere. No, like I can't even, be, no one can even call me on my cell phone. Like, I can't be contacted by anybody else outside of this place, and nobody cares. Like, nobody could possibly have an interest in talking to me. And that's quite liberating. Yeah. And so I was sort of, I was able to kind of get myself out of, like, that negative mindset very quickly, which is something that you want to do when you are on LSD. You don't want to, like, <laughs> stay in, like, that anxious space for any amount of time, really. Uh-huh. No. No. Because you could be, like, like, you could be, like, you could be experiencing like sort of temporal or perception shifts. Like for example, I'd like put something down and then I'd like feel it <laughs> like get put down <laughs> as if, I, as if like I didn't do it. Uh, and that could be very, <laughs> it'd be like really, I I'd, I'd put down a can of beans and then like, I'd feel like the can of beans go down. Like, you know, 
<laughs> if if I said like a half a second later, that's not even really that much of like a an, an, uh, an exaggeration. And that could be very unnerving. But then you just have to realize, yeah. like, well, who gives a shit? Like, no one's gonna call me on like putting these beans. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not like missing. I'm not like missing someone's mark on how well to put these beans down. Like nobody gives a shit. And everybody, not to mention everybody around me, was also on acid. So didn't matter. Didn't matter at all. It was kind of funny. Like, like we are all kind of putting food away, and we were all kind of coming up about about at the same time. And so you just have to imagine that, like, we are all kind of like, <laughs> like whoa, looking <laughs> a bunch of like noodly people trying to like get the, the food into the into the car. <laughs> and at the same time, because like we're we're being dumb, like we're putting food away, but we're also taking out stuff for like hot toddies. So it's like people passing one another with like, different missions. I don't know. That can all be very entertaining and funny as long as you're not like freaking out. Oh yeah, but I told I told jokes about beans for like two hours straight, like without without stopping. I had well, like obviously it's like, like a really. That's maybe the most. Have you had a more like profound experience with beans before? <laughs> um, probably not. Like. Like I kept cooking them on the fire and like taking them off and they get cold and I'd like put them on. Everyone would like criticize me for eating cold beans. I'd be like, cold beans are fine. There's like nothing wrong with these. And they'd be like, no, put them back on. Like, why wouldn't you put them back on? And like when I'm on LSD, I struggle to like understand people's intentions. Like there's like a, there's like a disconnect in like what people's faces are saying and like what the tone of their voices are saying for me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I couldn't tell if they were joking or not, or if they were like, put the beans back on the fire. But it was a very, it was humorous. <laughs> so I assumed they were all joking. Uh, they were probably really serious. And then we, and then I don't know. I looked at the beans like I was eat. I'm like eating these like five times cooked beans, which really you could do that to baked beans. Apparently, it just doesn't really matter. I mean, like you know, I wasn't scorching them. I was cooking. I was like just reheating them to the right temperature. But I was doing it over sure. and over again. I looked at the can and it was like, <laughs> it was, it was fucked. <laughs> so I ate like maybe a fifth of these beans. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm like really sorry to let you guys down, but I'm, I'm throwing these away. I'm not going to finish these fucking things. <laughs> I was like pleading with people like to help me eat them. Nobody would. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing. Cause it was kind of stressful at the time. Cause I mean, again, I couldn't yeah. tell if anybody was joking, but. <laughs> so, I'm like I'm like wait are they taking it badly like like they're not even my beans they're someone else's beans and like I'm not even finishing them it's like when someone gives you a cigarette and you're like well I'm done with this you know I don't even smoke so this is making me dizzy I'm gonna like go sit down yeah well I mean like a cigarette and a can of beans basically cost the same amount so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a good point that's a good point I, should... I wouldn't anyway I wouldn't like you know especially chicago you know can of beans cigarette both about 75 cents i was also with like people who like love me very much and that's an an important thing i think when you're on drugs uh psychedelics that is very important because it because it helps you know like we all like we all got well almost all of us five out of the seven of us got got lost in the canyon and we all kind of helped each other pull through 
earlier that day. So it was kind of like we were kind of decompressing a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was a, it was a good camping trip. It did get cold. That was the. Um, did you uh, did you get to jerk off in the tent? I did jerk off in the tent. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I think my I think my buddy heard me. I don't think he was happy. Did it? I don't think he was happy to hear me. <laughs> I like thought there was like a bunch of wind going on, like going on, and like like flapping my fucking tent around. I thought like that was making enough noise, but he made a comment about no. it the next day, and I. Just completely, definitely ignored him. What did he say? I don't know what it, I don't. I think he said after we got out of the canyon, I was feeling pretty stressed out, pretty like energy drained, and I was like, you know, after this, I'm just gonna need a little me time. And everybody made everybody made noise like I was talking about jerking off. I wasn't. I was just talking about like you know, just like staring, <laughs> staring at the ceiling in my tent and like hyperventilating for a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what people do to relax, right? But. He was just like, well, you know, just keep the noise down, will ya? And I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, well. Sorry, Will. You know. Yeah, you know. We all do it. Right. I'm glad. Did you? Do you feel like it, did it help warm you up? The jerking off? Yeah. Because mm. that's the context that we had discussed it. Oh, is that how we? Originally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was more like I'm in a very miserably uncomfortable situation right now, like sleeping on this like 1970s military and issue air air pad, which was perfectly mm-hmm. perfectly fine. It's just kind of what an air what an air pad is, uh, and like in a sleeping bag that probably belonged to my mom. So like just like I hate, slightly, I hate, I hate sleeping too bags. slim for me. Fuck you basically bags. get in in one position and you just like can't i mean it's nylon so like you can't i mean like if it was just you and nobody else then you know get a get moving around as a million times if you want but like you're just like very aware about how much noise you're making whenever you have to tur- toss and turn and there's a lot of tossing and turning because mm-hmm. again you're basically sleeping on the ground so right so yeah i was like you know what i'm gonna jerk off i'm gonna like try to release some of this pent-up energy and it was more of a a relaxation tool, a coping a coping thing than it was like I'm cold and I'm jerking off to stay alive. That'd be cool though. Like if we got stuck in Survi- the canyon, I imagine we'd all have to go and Sur- jerk off. Yeah, survival jerk. Yeah, maybe maybe together. I don't know. Maybe I mean depending right. depending on how long you were in the canyon, you know. It was funny. So we got up. We finally got out. Um, I mean, we were only lost for like 15 minutes, but when you're lost for 15 minutes and the rain is coming down and even if it's like a Colorado afternoon oh. rain, you know, it starts to get a little hairy. Sure. Uh, it was kind of a loose rock Canyon. So like you're distinctly aware of like how slippery it was just when it was dry. And the idea of any water being on the rocks mm-hmm. is a little creep is a little concerning. So we all started to get a little wigged out, and I think what what that does is it kind of starts to expend some energy that you should be putting into the ascent, because it was a difficult ascent. It was eighteen hundred feet from top to bottom. That's of, a lot of feet of elevation change, <laughs> uh, and it's only like it's less than a mile. Ooh, so it's really it's like you know, it's, it's that's yeah, it's real steep. It's like yeah, it's forty five degrees or something. <laughs> it's, it's really remarkably uh, difficult uh, at times. 
Um, and you know, in my head I'm thinking, you know, I've been training for this kind of hike, you know, in my trying to get back in shape in my physical therapy and doing my running exercise. I mean, I'm, this is literally the reason I go to physical therapy. So, that, you know, they, they say, what's your, what's your goal here? And you say, I just want to be able to go to Colorado and fucking do a hike with my buddies and not get left behind. Mm-hmm. So like, this is really what I'm here for. I'm here to show up, but you're distinctly aware that you have a finite capacity, right? And when you start to freak out or get lost, you're like, well, I'm tapping into the reserves and I don't know how deep these tanks go. So it's a little concerning for like 15 minutes. Anyways, we got out, we go to the Rangers and they're like, uh, uh, how many of you guys went in? We said seven of us. And they're like, well, there are only five of you here because two of our friends went back early. They didn't mm-hmm. make it all the way down. Um, doubled back to save, uh, just sort of cut their losses kind of thing. We're like, okay, we'll go get them. And, uh, so we drove back to the campsite and they had, they had walked back. It's about a mile when they got up and we like, you know, just, just so we're just so, just so we know, you know, what, uh, when would you have come look for us? <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, we don't consider you lost until it's the next day. So you have to like, if you, you don't fucking make lost. it out of the Canyon, they don't, they don't come looking for you until the next morning. Well, crazy. You know, they can't look for everybody. No, they can't look. So only 15 people get to go into the canyon a day, so they feasibly could look for everybody. Oh, okay. The rangers could, could. yeah. And they wanted, they needed a checkout. They were like, you need to check out with as many people as you went in before the end of the day, so. But but then you don't, so I think, you know, sometimes people make it up overnight or I don't don't know, but that was a little concerning because then you're like, damn, what would would we have done? Because that was the night that it got cold. It got below, I mean, (laughs) Doka got below like 20 degrees. It's cold. It's cold. Really it's, cold. It was cold it's be- when you're shit. stuck in a can- when you're stuck in a canyon. Stuck in a canyon. Yeah, below that would, the yeah, that would fucking suck. Down into the earth. <laughs> yeah. Into the earth. It probably suck ass to be up on a mountain too. Yeah, pretty much being lo- being outside lost. Yeah, just being exposed just blows. <laughs> <laughs> just be- why, that's why houses rock, man. <laughs> houses are houses are cool. They're so tight. <laughs> houses are fucking sick. I'd I'd say dying of exposure would be like a very lame way to die. <laughs> you're just, you're you like, see all those you see all those nerds, earth, <laughs> and it's like all those, default all, state. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even getting like mauled by a, <laughs> like another living thing. You're just being like murked by like the way things are. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say, yeah, you see all those those nerds who die on Mount Everest and are just still there. Yeah, they got just like they got totally fucking That's not quite I mean that is Earth's default state, but Yeah, but in in yeah. the extreme you're you're That is in the extreme. I mean, don't ex- get me wrong, like you get hypothermia if your body like drops below what, like if your internal it's, temperature drops below like seventy five degrees, I think it's like not. Oh, it's it's way. If you if your internal temperature is seventy five degrees, you're like fucking dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, is it is it like ninety degrees or ninety five degrees? I, even? I think it's like ninety five. <laughs> your core must be like really warm. Like it must take quite a lot to like. I think it's like ninety five or maybe ninety two, and then you get 
So negative 20. And, uh, you know, what What do we do? Like, do laps? Just run, yeah, yeah like run know. up and down I'm the riverbank the, the river all night? I have to look it up because I'm curious now. I yeah, I want I, I want to know. Uh, what's the temperature? Mm-hmm. Hypothermia temperature chart. I don't. <sighs> what the fuck? This chart is just. <laughs> That's uh, hypothermia is when the body's temperature dips below ninety-five degrees Fahrenheit. Ninety-five, okay. Yeah. Ninety-five. So that's significantly warmer than seventy-five. Yeah, if, yeah. Your body temperature seventy-five. You, you are. You're you a are corpse. Dead. You are dead. You're fucked. That literally means that your room temperature. So it means that you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't get 75 degrees. I wake up in the morning and I have that written on the ceiling and I just look up at it. Oh, it's a good reminder. Stay above 95 degrees. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the poster of that cat hanging. It's like exactly that poster to hang in there, baby. But it just says, keep your core temperature above 95 degrees. degrees. (laughs) I feel like that would be a really good motivational poster. Okay, not not the hang in there, baby, but like maybe a landscape. Because, you know, the motivational posters are always landscapes, geographical features even. That would be be good, just like a beautiful mountain landscape. Keep your core temperature above 95 degrees. I mean, that would take me actually it four be seconds mountain. to draft in Photoshop, and we could just it sell be, it for nine ninety nine. It shouldn't be a mountain. It should be like a like pastoral farmland, you know, someplace where the someplace where it's not extreme, where something real you know, you'd be, mild. You could be cli- yeah, you could be climbing up on a mountain or in a canyon. True, hypothermia is a is a real concern we don't want we don't want the poster to be real reasonable reasonable no 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 sorry it's raining oh okay drizzling let's, this morning let's br- here i'll make a note well we're, we're i guess we're recording this about the poster you mean yeah and we'll work yeah. we'll work on that and we'll we'll, we'll work on the poster we'll, we'll sell that we'll sell them for uh for profit. Okay. We got to pay for all of this storage. We're we're going to we're about to run headlong into a a storage issue, which is something that's not unique to us by the way. That is something that is currently um, facing the human race. Is uh well, data storage think, is a is a problem. Oh, that's kind of storage. S- storage. Yes. I was thinking physical storage, and I was like, "You mean with because of all the posters that we're gonna buy?" <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, "I wasn't really thinking about like t- I wasn't really considering taking on inventory in this 
we're gonna have boxes. Max is gonna become so upset. He's gonna start like shitting himself again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. we That's we, what cats we do. They get like real bent out of shape when and you bring like. Sh- yeah. And then they shit themselves. You ever seen like that cat whisperer guy with all the ear piercings? Mm-hmm. Car- Jackson Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jackson. Fucking Jackson Galaxy comes in there. Never really watched the show, but with a name like that, I do remember it. He, the owners of these cats, are like, my cat won't stop shitting like all over the floor. What's wrong? And he's like, well, did you bring something new into the house recently? It's like, yeah, well, we got this paper shredder, and we run the paper shredder eighteen hours a day. You know, very normal (laughs) sort of just. You know, that's what it's like having a business. I work from home, so I have to run the paper shredder 18 hours a day. And the cat, he's like, well, you know, maybe the cat doesn't like the paper shredder. And they're like, oh. oh. <laughs> and then the cat stops shitting? Yeah. They but like, what do they do with the paper shredder? That's why, you, that's why you rent office space. It's not that expensive. That's right. They start... They start I don't know. They shred the paper in the car or something. You can get like a you can get like a paper shredder you can plug into the car or something. <laughs> cigarette lighter paper shredder. I didn't watch the end of the episode, but the the point is that like cats aren't that they're not that they're not that difficult to figure out. They're a little temperamental, but like they are responding to a stimulus. Like there is a stimulus, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Figure out what the thing is. Start like see. I've variables. I've never had a cat, so yeah. I don't know. None of my cats have done that, but they but they all possess I think the capability to like go to get like triggered. Cats get like triggered. And uh and they start like just shitting all over the floor and like cutting up like your friends and mm. they start like assaulting people and they start like losing their hair. It's it's Damn. it's difficult. Well they can't communicate, you know what I mean? Cats are like I don't know. They're cats. That was a good get, by the way, Chef. Jackson Galaxy. Jack, thank you. Are you drinking a beer? You should you should get yourself a beer. No, I had a cup of coffee. Whoa. I uh I really sh- shouldn't even do that since I have to go get a blood pressure workup tomorrow. Yeah. You should be drinking beer. Well, that also raises your blood pressure. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. Well, you just can't win, huh? Oh no. Pretty much like, you know, the th- three of the really good things in life like coffee, alcohol, and salt. Mhm. All raise your blood pressure. My mom was doing the no salt thing for a while, and she's just done doing it now. She's going to eat salt again. It was hard. Why is she, we, we eat a bunch of fucking she, mild food, man. Was she doing it for blood, blood pressure, pressure reasons? I think. Or maybe it was a diet thing. But Well, that would be the diet thing. I would. I think, I think that's really the only reason to do it is for blood pressure. Yeah, she was doing it because she had agita. And uh, she doesn't anymore. <laughs> Here he comes. 
Here he comes. He's just going right through the office. There he is. From Ajita is Ajita is such a cool word. It's a it's a disease that only Italians get, and and uh, and it plagues it plagues them all of them from my understanding and experience. <laughs> all of us, I should say. Mm-hmm. It's a blood disease. It's pathological, and uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad that she can taste. Like she can do have the salt season, now, She can yeah. have seasoned food. Yeah, now. soy sauce and Parmesan cheese. Come on, that's baby. good. Come here. Come here. Yeah, one of the guys that came over last night, one of my my mom my my uh, mom and stepdad's friends, he had a uh, he he just can't really taste due to some health issues in the past. Oh, that's a bummer. So he just he just doesn't really have a sense of taste anymore. He had his tongue removed because he's a pirate or something. That's it. Yep. He's putting his ass in my face. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to record. Max. No. Oh. Okay, he's fine. He's. I'm just, I just see the tail like a shark, like a shark. Fin just like slapping me in going, the fucking going back and forth. <laughs> 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 like the. Uh, Sorry, I got. I guess I have pirates on the brain, like uh, the crocodile in Captain in in Captain Hook. Peter, uh, Peter sure. Pan. Been a while. Been a while since I've seen that one, and I think I remember it scaring me as a child. So I didn't really. Kind of a scary idea that like this crocodile wanted to eat him, and that was like supposed to be this playful, childish game. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of memory of the content of Peter Pan. Like what was going on, what story-wise, we don't. Um, that's not that's not me asking you to get in it necessarily. It's get a into very it good narrative. Okay, you were. Well, I'm not going to get into it, but maybe. Maybe I could read about it. Give it another look. You know, you could watch the movie Hook would be a really good thing you could do. Now, that's not exactly the story, but it's... Right. It, it's it got echoes of the... You know what it has? It has the same narrative themes. It also has Robin Williams. Yep. Yeah. I can't remember who else is in it. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Bob Hoskins. Wait, how do you know all of this? I just, rem- I mean, I've seen it before. I remember things. Hook is pretty I don't good. Remember the, the cartoons, I don't remember the content. The cartoon's really good. I don't remember the content of the film, but I remember the actors who were in it. I think it's pretty racist. I think it's like safe to say it's racist. I can't even like remember specifically if it is, but like, you could just probably like safely I mean, bet that it was. There's like... Pretty much anything before like 2005. Like, like Indians you and could, there's like... Anything before two thousand five, you'd be you could probably guess it's racist, right? <laughs> it's not even that long ago. Yeah, that's fair. No, it's not. But I think that's kind of the date, right? Yeah, that's fair. Ish. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm be honest. I'm probably not gonna watch Hook. 
Well, maybe it'll I be on haven't. in a hotel, and you'll just like not change the channel. It doesn't have to be like a. Okay. Go out there. And download it from the internet. You could be like, I'm just not going to turn this off. Yeah, it would have to be a hotel. It's on. Like, is it on? Yeah, it's on. It's it's around. What kind of channel is it on? It's in the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm. It's 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 not out of the rotation. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody's still paying licensing fees, so it's still on. Well, you know, Robin Williams is still in people's hearts, and R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Dustin Hoffman is like you, just like you said. He's still around. Do you uh do you have a favorite Robin Williams movie? Um. Probably Jumanji, right? Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say it's rock a- solid. Yeah, Jumanji's really good. I was gonna say AI, but then I remembered I was actually thinking of Bicentennial Man. Yeah, those are different. Which are very different, <laughs> and Bicentennial Man is not good. You know who's in so, AI? Haley Joel Osment, Jude, and Jude Law. Law, and um, oh, who plays the? Uh, the uh oh, what did they call her? Oh. Well, like the lady in the blue dress or something. Is that right? Oh yeah. Does that yeah. sound right? Yeah, to that's you? what they called it, yeah. I feel like that was Who was that? I don't remember. That wasn't like the female lead in Jurassic Park, was it? Was it Laura Dern? Oh, yeah, Laura Dern. How could I forget that? Okay, let's look it up. Yeah, I slapped, actually. My dad, I sat next to my dad in a movie theater, and he wept. Like, the the ending is really sad. I think he wept when... um, no, I can't remember the scene, but it ends in him. The ends in the kid like running down the like the road like by himself. It ends with him with like the aliens, and then they bring his mom back for like one day. That movie's fucking sad. Jesus, I forgot it's a, how it's sad. Like sad several times. Like oh yeah, it's sad. It just like hammers you. No. No. What? Dude, is it Meryl Streep? It says Meryl Streep voice. It doesn't say... It says Blue Oh, Mecca. guess what? Robin Williams is in AI as a voice, so I guess that is my favorite Robin Williams movie. You, uh, what? Oh my God, bro. It was Meryl Streep. But was it not like a real person? It was just, yeah. I don't even remember. That's amazing. Hey, did you watch Devil Wears Prada? No. Oh, man. 
I was going to watch it that weekend, but that weekend was kind of the beginning of the meltdown. Right. So, right, right. Did you have, did you watch anything? What are you watching? Uh, I, I just literally watched college football all day. That then, sucks. That sounds like garbage. And then, uh, well, Texas and Oklahoma played. Texas is back. They're just states to me, man. And uh, like well, they're states. not to me. I, I mean, I don't really care that much, but I am interested. Mm-hmm. And uh, Texas lost, which sucks because Oklahoma is not very good this year. I guess neither is Texas. It's a weird college football year. Um, mm-hmm. And then I kind of just didn't really watch anything on Sunday. I don't even remember what I watched. I was just waiting to watch the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. So then I watched that. We watched Burning, which I highly recommend. Uh, Korean film based mm-hmm. off of... A Murakami short, which in turn is based off a Faulkner short. Layers. 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 Mm -hmm. And my buddy is a teacher. We watched it together and uh, got into a very nice discussion afterwards. And he went into school and printed off, because that's what teachers do. They love like printouts. They do love to print. They're crazy about getting stuff off the screen, into their hands, uh, fastening it with a fastener, with a staple or a paper clip, mm-hmm. and then giving it to me. Well, not all teachers, but he gave it. He gave it to me. Uh, the two, the two stories, the Murakami and the oh, and the Faulkner interesting, story, which is kind of kind of nice. So I've got those in my backpack. I haven't read them yet, um, but I've been. I've got like a crazy long list. I picked up another Peter Matheson book while I was out there. Oh yeah, what, what birds? Book did you pick up? Birds of Heaven, which is about cranes. Didn't was not familiar with that one. The Pearl by John Steinbeck. John Steinbeck. We talked about that one. Connor gave me a book that's about the assassination of Bob Marley and a few of his and some of his family members. I always forget that he got assassinated. Killings. Um, no, I don't think he did. In the end, or there were attempts made on his life. What? What did, did he just get? Did he just get like cancer or something? Yeah, he got like foot cancer, and he's Rastafarian, so he doesn't believe in Western medicine. So he just oh, died. Man. Well, but there were attempts. His be- there were lots of attempts made on his life. I think it's it's his beliefs. I don't know, there might be one other, but I've got like many books now to read. I've got to log the fuck off and do some reading. Maybe once we wrap the podcast season, I'll, I'll log off for the holidays. That seems nice, right? Sure. That's Is that the end of the podcast season? What would be? I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I envision it coming up. I didn't, I don't have a, a, a concrete number on it. I guess we could discuss it. Yeah. I thought like 10. I thought we bought a year of SoundCloud and we're just going to keep rolling. Oh yeah, you're right. Because if we take a break, it doesn't, it wouldn't necessarily take a break. No. You want to do a year of this? <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many episodes that is? 
uh, it's going to be a little 50, less than 50, 50 episodes. I was yeah. 50 episodes. So you yeah. want to do, you want to do a 50 episode season? <laughs> well, I, I guess I hadn't really considered seasons. I mean, sure. We could take a holiday break. I don't think that's unreasonable. The break wouldn't be long. It'd be like a, a month, maybe. Sure. I mean, we're probably going to have to take a holiday break regardless. It's just, that's, it's, it's the holidays. I just, I, I thought, you know, I liked the idea of us trying to produce a physical um, product. Right. And like getting people to buy 50 cassette tapes is going to be kind of tough. Not impossible. Any, Not impossible. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to buy this on physical media. Well, I just I just want it for us. Okay. Well, we're going to we're going to sell it. If nobody buys, then that's f- I don't care, but um my my thinking is if we put out like a 10 that could be that could be Hikma episode Hikma season 1. And we you know, we don't have to break, really. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we just like that could out, just... we could just put out the first season and then just keep going. Okay, yeah. And I can just fucking deal with it, and I can just read my books. Um, and not have to, like... Yeah. I don't know, it's hard yeah. It's hard for me to get back into reading. I don't read as regularly as you do, and it's hard. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, go through, uh, I go through phases where I am reading a lot, and then I don't really read that much. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, like, go through a phase where I can't pick up a book want to collecting the books uh and then like i'll pick one up and i'll like you know finish it in 24 hours i'll, I'll finish it's it nice. in like a calendar day i like schedule. that uh <laughs> i like uh like when you get one of those books and you just like slam it really fast it's a good feeling it doesn't happen that often i told you the last time i did that I, it was with the martian Yes, in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I said that on the on on the podcast. We watched yeah. The Martian again. Uh, when you were in Colorado, when I was in Colorado, they had this nice living room, which didn't have a TV in it, but then you could pull it out on a projector screen. They had a projector tucked away. Oh damn! So like you can enjoy it, but like it doesn't. You don't like sit down and like put on Netflix. It's nice, right? That's a smart idea. Mm-hmm. It is nice to have like a, I don't know, like living rooms without a TV is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. If you have like a living room without a TV and then, you know, you have like, a, like there's like a den or a family room or a TV room in like a, in like a house. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's really not something that you can do in an apartment, but I do like that setup. Probably won't ever happen for me in my life. <laughs> but <laughs> a den just really isn't in the cards for me. It's just not in the cards just for me. You know, I'm just like you know, I'm looking at the numbers here and I'm counting <laughs> the rooms and we're not we're just not going to get there. Yeah, I've been you know I've been crunch I have been crunching a lot of numbers lately for various reasons. Yeah, um, you have been. I think it might be in the cards for you. I mean. I think. Yep. Yep. No. Nope. We're gonna have to get. I we're gonna have to get an, probably another another income on the books. Uh, I don't think. A, I don't think a single. I don't think this single income is going to 
going to quite hack den space. <laughs> you know, a den doesn't have to be doesn't have to be big. Yeah, I'm th- I'm I'm saying even a small den, not not in the numbers right now. <laughs> You know, it's like really, um, it's easy to buy a house right now. There's like a bunch of like, I mean, you can even get like a first time buyer loan and like, you don't even have to save like 10 or whatever percent you need to think you need to put down. And the rates yeah, are I'm great sure too. It would well, you don't think three to five years of just concerted saving. I've got to pay my car off, but then once I do that. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely got it in the whatever the, uh, you know, if I keep my spending, if I keep my rent, well, and I can't, I can't do that, so <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't keep the rent uh, at what it is now. There's, that's completely out of my hands. But if I could, uh, yeah, I think I have it in the um, what's the fucking word? Discretionary income. I mean, uh, I don't. Truly, it's like I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I'm all my shit's still shaking out, mm-hmm. and I gotta. I'm gonna have to get a. I'm gonna have to buy a new fucking car. So, yeah. So let's let, let's talk about that. Unless it gives you agita. No. So you're you're leaning towards the Honda. You're not. Well, you're not looking too hard at the Subarus anymore. I mean, I haven't. I haven't looked at the Subarus at all. I just that. I just went and test drove some hondas that was like the first step of like getting out there in a and doing some car recon how did it handle well i drove a fit and i drove an hrv what did you think about the fit i had a buddy who had one in high school is it that old yeah i thought it was like a newer model Mm -mm. well um I was actually pretty surprised, to be honest. It was, I think, on the outside, it it looks like total ass. It looks <laughs> god awful. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's a. But but to be fair, uh, almost all cars look god awful these New days. New cars look really bad, which is why they just they just keep making those motherfuckers uglier they and look uglier. So bad. Um, I told they you they look, look like they look like the evolved form of a cute Pokemon, and like in yeah. its evolved mm-hmm. form, it looks like just real aggro. They they just I don't know I don't know who's designing these things, but they just get worse and worse Jerks. every year. It's just worse and worse and worse. But anyway, the fit uh, on the inside, I actually liked it quite a bit, and it. Uh, hmm. I mean, it it was like a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot bigger on the inside than it seemed from the outside. Hmm. You could uh, really fit a lot of stuff in the back. Is it a four door or is it just a two door? No, it's a four door. Excuse me. And then uh, you could really, like, the windows were really big. Like around you, you could see out really well. It it was, it was nice. And then. uh, HRV is just kind of a little more of a crossover kind of a thing. Base almost the same car, but higher off the ground and drives better. I mean, I was looking at um, 
a Subaru or a Honda. You know, my dad's yeah. my dad's car when I was born, and you know, for the first you know, eight, I don't know, eight maybe eight to ten maybe years of my life was a little Honda Civic, maybe like nineteen eighty. This is up for debate, and I don't think we have the official number. I think it's like eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Little blue Honda Civic hatchback, two door. Um, and I was just convinced, and I actually still see them around sometimes, which is just I was about incredible. I was about to say two door hatchback, interesting. Like I had, like I didn't drive a two door hatchback for sixteen years. I was about <laughs> to be like, I was be like, oh, that's kind of a weird car, and then no, I remember like, like oh no, no wait, wait, you 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 yeah. drove one of those for sixteen years. Yeah, two door hatchback, comfortable backseat. I mean, you're not for like adults probably, but for children for sure. Yeah. Um. And just fucking reliable, just reliable, and it felt safe when you were in it, and. uh I'm sure it was absolutely a joy to, uh, to drive. It was either that or it was what I what I ended up getting, of course, the uh, the Impreza, which really once I, you know, I, I, I honestly think I just like, one is parked across the street from me right now. And I, I think I just like stared at it like enough that I was like. <laughs> it was hmm, implanted into your brain that you to had to get real one. Good. Yeah, it was just starting to look really nice because it's got, I think it's got nice lines and um Yours is a hatchback, right? Yeah. Yeah, I basically bought the same car that's parked across the street. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely thinking hatchback. The same trim, too, actually. Damn. Yeah, yeah you, you should really definitely get a hatchback, dude. They're great. Yeah, I mean, that's what I that's what I had. That That's what the focus was. Yeah. Hatchback or, you know, little crossover. It's just practical, like... You just want to throw some shit in the back. You can. I just threw a lot of shit in the back to get that yeah. to Colorado, and then took on even in even in the Focus when you folded the seat down, you could fit a lot of stuff in that little tiny car. That's so it was kind of surprising. It's so sick. There's like nothing better than putting a fuckload of stuff in your car and just being like, "It's all in here." It's all in there. One time in my in high school in the uh, in the Focus, I fit seven people in that car. Not not safely, mind you. Yeah, that's not uh, legal, but definitely not legal. But we got seven people in there, and um, we put. I, this is bad, but it's true. We put the the foreign exchange student was the one that had to get in the <laughs> trunk, <laughs> only because they just like didn't know better. Um, no, he kind of volunteered actually. What a go getter! That's amazing. Yeah. His name was Angus, and he was from Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's such a that's an interesting combination, right there. Angus from Hong Kong. Yeah, is Ang- I mean, that was what that wasn't of- like his that wasn't like his birth name, but it was you know like that's his you know they Texas all they name. all like you go to Texas, all, you get a new name. No, actually, his mom that was that was that was legitimately his nickname because uh, his mom was an ACDC fan. Oh, I thought you were going to say they were ranchers or something. No. His mom in Hong Kong liked, just liked ACDC a lot. And I guess he needed, like when, when he was learning English, you know, like you pick like a, you pick like a nickname in the, in the foreign language. So I guess his English nickname was Angus because his mom was like, oh, you should be like, you should be Angus. That's a cool, that's a cool English name. Did you, uh. I forgot what his real name was. 
growing up, we watched a lot of Monty Python. We watched Monty Python. Do you remember the Blamange sketch? The what? The so there's a dish. It's European. I, mean, I never heard it spoken on you know American soil, but the the Blamange. It's a French pastry. I don't remember. Th- it's, okay. No. So um, there was <laughs> the science fiction sketch is that uh, Blamange is from the from the galaxy of Andromeda came to Earth and uh, and they wanted to win Wimbledon <laughs> and they were turning people into Scotsmen to win Wimbledon. <laughs> okay. It's like sounds really ridiculous like listing it off, but it's like a really uh it's like a really pop uh well-known um Monty Python sketch, I guess. And at one point the reason that the authorities catch on to it, the the, 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 the reason that the cops catch on is that uh the Blumont just place an order for like kilts for like everyone on the planet everyone in an, in on the planet something in andromeda so like 37 billion like kilts or something like that. <laughs> and this guy who makes kilts the scotsman you know obviously the british like think low of the sure of, of the scottish oh my god that song from the end of the last episode just came in <laughs> one second <laughs> i have to stop i can't tell I can barely tell the story as it is. I won't be able to do it. Okay, that was very distracting. Um, anyways, this this his wife is like, wait, you like got an order for thirty-seven million kilts or billion kilts or something, and you didn't like question it? <laughs> and she goes. Angus Podgorny, what do you mean? <laughs> awesome. Well, that sounds like a great Money Python sketch. That's what I was leading up to. And then these, um, so I'll, I'll just ruin the end of it. They turn everybody in Britain into Scotsmen. Because the Scot, okay, because the Scotsman, because the Scot can't play Wimbledon, and the Blumangels will be able to come down and they'll be able to win, win Wimbledon, win Wimbledon. They can't play tennis, okay. so um, it's up to these now two I people who, for some reason I can't remember at this time, don't get turned into Scotsmen, and they have to beat the Blumangels uh, at Wimbledon. And uh, and they do, I guess, and they eat them. <laughs> like it's it's it sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth. It makes more. I guess mm-hmm. I don't think it makes more sense. It just I don't know. It's just an actual sketch. When you watch it, yeah, like that's. You should definitely watch that sketch. It's it's very funny. There's like a lot of really amazing moments. Um. It's like a, it's kind of a longer sketch. It's like fifteen minutes or something, maybe. Yeah, it sounds pretty long. It seems pretty involved. Pretty, pretty in depth, and uh, but yeah, 
Can you believe I smoke weed? Watching shit like that when I was like four years old. <laughs> we're gonna raise a we're gonna raise a serious young man. We're gonna raise a man with ambition and and then there's some there's some good Monty Python stuff, but as a child I just couldn't get just the, the cartoons the cartoons just freaked me out. Yeah, the Terry Gilliam stuff. Super yeah. weird. Really, it's like, weird. like kind of, um, like early exposure to like psychedelic material. I don't know if they were. I don't know if they were tripping or. I. But they're very silly. I mean, very silly. <laughs> they had some weird ideas. Mm-hmm. But that could just be from being British. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your greatest insight today, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, British British TV pretty much doesn't work on me. I love it. I don't I don't really like it. That's fine. Um, we've reached our hour. Okay. It was nice speaking with you. It was nice speaking to you as well. Do you, um... Alright, you want to stop recording here? Kind of simultaneously? Yeah, let's do it. You want to count us down? Alright, we're going to stop recording in three, two, one.